Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast which provides encouragement and guidance for parents overwhelmed with the responsibilities of raising a child with special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis. Gain an enlightening perspective that helps dispel feelings of fear, uncertainty, or exhaustion as you venture into a life of peace, joy, and clarity. You're now on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Hello, hello. We're back. Happy fall, y'all. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Texas in November. (laughs) I'm Alicia. And I'm Kimberly. And you are on the Clarity Call podcast. We are excited today to share a little bit of fall with you. But before that, if you're new here, um, we are sisters and we are doing life together at the present time here in Texas. We have 16 children between us and uh, several who have been diagnosed with a special um, diagnosed with special needs with medically complex diagnosis huh and uh, and so we're just trying to figure life out like everyone is in mm-hmm. this world some days it can be a little more complex than others but it's a good life and we are doing that through using these tools to clarity yes ma'am so um, today we get to begin with our reality check from Kimberly. All right. So this has kind of been kicking around in my head since a couple episodes ago, Alicia said, Caden screams and cries at trach care every night. And I immediately got defensive and I was like, it's not every night. Oh, I was like, I didn't, I didn't mean every night. Yeah. But it kind of got me thinking and I was like, okay, he's four and I'm older. So. Than him. (laughs) Just kidding. So how can I, and especially after our 100% accountable episode, I was like, where's my accountability here in the challenges that we experience in the evenings with his cares? Which he's, it's a complete power struggle. And we oh, know yeah. that when you watch it's the whole year old brain. Yeah. It's a complete power struggle. And some, because some days are great and some days are not great. Right. But, yeah. So yeah. it's totally typical behavior for a four-year-old, but I, I didn't know you got have, defensive. I have not. Well, it, it was upon reflection. Oh, okay. Upon Good. reflecting. Great. No, okay. On that comment. Anyways, so I decided to take a look at more closely to examine myself in those scenarios as we're doing the cares in the evenings. And what I recognized in my evenings is I'm tired and I'm worn out. Really? <laughs> I, I wouldn't know why you would be tired. Shocker. So, like most of you listening, if you're a mom, you're tired in the evenings. Or a dad. It's a little harder to be patient. It's a little harder to access your higher brain. But I've tried, and I've, I've gained a little bit of clarity over this situation. So, I have Caden. We do our cares in the evenings. And I have found that when he does something that I don't like, I go to frustration. I become more easily frustrated, especially in the evenings when I'm tired. So I was like, okay, I can do frustration, right? But then if I act out in frustration and I get irritated with him and I'm like, just be still. This is going to take longer if you don't do what I tell you to do. Easy way or hard way. Then you're not going to, yeah. You want to do this the easy way or the hard way? That's the choice I like to give him. Um, Because he knows hard way is not fun for any of us. And 
so I just found that if I did lose it and get frustrated, then after the fact, I would feel guilty. <laughs> right? We get mad at our kids. We scream. We don't show up in love or the way that we wanted to as a mom. And then the guilt sets in. Oh, I should have shown up differently. I should have been different. I could have been more patient. Right? I could have made it fun. A lot of times I'm really good at going to trying to make it fun and making it a game. Right? So the guilt, the shame layers on. So today, I want us all to kind of take a minute and see where we could be layering emotions in our lives and creating more misery for ourselves. Okay, so we have to pause for a second because I want to back up before this. Okay. Because you, I didn't know all that you were going to say about that. But if I am in my typical self and giving you the benefit of the doubt, I'm looking at it in all of your layer of layering of emotions, thinking about October from heck. Oh my gosh, October. I'm so glad October's over. Amen. And I thought about that and I thought, let's think about all the emotions that you, and I mean, because I know what I went through for emotions in October. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine what you must have gone through emotions in October. Because even though we don't um, maybe express or even feel in the moment that like we're fearful or angry or frustrated or tired or hungry or any of those emotions that we feel or hopeless Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever, when we are given information, oh, I don't have another nurse again, or these things, you know, yeah, you are like, okay, that's right. We're going to do this. We can handle it. But there's always those, those human things that kick around in our brain that kind of create a little muddiness for a moment. Right. And that's where that layering begins. Yes. Right? For sure. Yes. And so unless you, like we're going to talk about, start the feels, but it's hard when you have so many coming all the time. I mean, you had them coming every day, all day, like they were nonstop. <laughs> it and felt it, that way. And huh? it can get really mucky. And yeah. so some months are just mucky. Right. And yeah, absolutely. Heck, October was a great one to just have it and be done with because October, you know, Halloween. Yeah. And so, but it's a really good setup for what you're about to talk about because, yeah, and, and maybe you thought about all that, but I look from an outsider's perspective and go like, benefit of the doubt because that was a lot of crud for that month. You had a lot of emotions going on, rightfully yeah. so. Well, yeah, and I do. I do go to compassion for myself most of the time. Like I said, you know, I've, I get to a place where I'm like, typically you're pretty good at turning it into a game or just not letting it get under your skin and not reacting to, you know, him screaming and crying and being a four-year-old. Right. And sometimes a fresh person, that's where the village is helpful. And I'm not just tooting my own horn, but there are times when I come in and even though I've had a hard day, I'm walking into a different situation and Caden knows because he knows he'll work it. And then I'll look at him and give him the eyes like, you really want to go there today? Yeah, like don't you, I get protective <laughs> of you because you're my sister, and I'm like, uh-huh. and sometimes I can turn it into a game. Right, I mean, you know, sometimes it does help to have some fresh village people coming on in and right. doing YMCA. You yeah. know, well, and this honest. is why I have, you know, why I use my respite care hours in the evenings because I know I'm tired and I allow myself, you know, to be more human for sure. Like I, I am pretty good at getting to that compassion, but what I want you know, to share today and make sure that, you know, you kind of can gain a new level of awareness over is layering emotions just creates more misery for ourselves. So you've probably heard, I mean, hopefully you've heard at some point in your life that anger is a secondary emotion. Amen. Meaning that there's always something that you're not choosing to process through and accept, and then it moves into anger. 
right? So today we want to help you understand how to recognize and become aware of your primary emotion so that you don't layer on secondary emotions and create more misery for yourself where negative emotion is involved. We're also at the end going to spend some time on how we do want to layer on positive emotion. So first, I want to share with you a client that I have that I love that's been with me for a while. And she, I think it's safe to say, and this is just a thought, but I'm going to share it with you, that she is easily annoyed. We deal with... We all are. Well, I am. Yeah. Well, I coach her on annoyance a lot, probably more than anything else I've coached her on. But she's come a really long way. And she does so much better at not being easily annoyed now that she has the tools that I offer her in coaching. And because she understands that her annoyance comes from judgment or thinking that someone or something should be different than it is, then she layers shame on top. And she's like, but I know I shouldn't do that. I know I shouldn't be annoyed, right? So now not only is she resisting the annoyance by thinking that she shouldn't be annoyed, but now she's feeling shame for feeling annoyed. Mm -hmm. And that just adds to the misery. Can you see kind of how that example illustrates it? So my job as her coach is to help her see that she's creating more misery for herself by layering shame on top of annoyance. And then we go back and I try and help her stay in and process through being annoyed, which is the primary emotion. And when we can do those things where we get to compassion for ourselves by normalizing that we're humans. And like Alicia just said, I get annoyed. Like annoyance is pretty much one of those human emotions that everybody experiences at one point or another. When we normalize it and have compassion for ourselves, there's no reason to move into the judgment and shame, creating shame, which is a a layering of emotions, right? Okay. So Since we understand, you know, so like I was saying, she learned how her brain works in that her thoughts create her emotions and she can just stay, she can just be like, oh, there I go again, being annoyed. It's not a problem, right? So that keeps her out of moving into more miserable feelings. And because when we're, when we move into those more miserable miserable feelings and we layer them on, we just start spinning in a cycle where then we're moving into a buffering type situation. Like, oh my gosh, this is all getting so uncomfortable. I've got to get out of it. Where's the gallon of ice cream? Right. Or whatever your buffer is. And then you, when you don't choose to process those emotions and become aware and recognize them, you just continue to repeat this pattern over and over and over again. And then you wonder why you're so overwhelmed and miserable and disconnected from people in your life and on and on and on. Right. Right. So, Being aware of your brain and that it's just trying to play a trick on you is where the power comes in, right? Being 100% accountable is ultimately going to lessen your misery, right? And we just did an episode on being 100% accountable, okay? And while you're still going to have to experience some discomfort from processing that initial emotion, it's going to shorten the length of time that you'll be in discomfort and chances are you won't have aftermath you know because typically when we go to those other emotions then you begin affecting other people too right like you're saying you want to control and manipulate and seek outside yourself to control and blame and all of that blame other people punish other people right 
and even go to emotional manipulation mm -hmm. of other people because you don't feel good. So you don't want to be the only one, right? Misery loves company. There you so go. bring it all together. Yep. And uh, that's not healthy for anyone. And if you've been a byproduct, which we all have, I'm sure, but if you happen to live in a place where you tend to be a byproduct of emotional manipulation, that's not a healthy or safe. It's a very toxic place to be. Mm -hmm. And that's not creating the harmony and, and joy and peace that we are seeking for and in hopes to get that we'll talk about a little bit later. But Right, for sure. So let me offer you another example. Just because I feel like really seeing this and other people can help you maybe t examine where in your life you're layering emotions, right? So um, another example is I have a client who recently found out that someone that she doesn't respect or think has high integrity is going to be her supervisor at work. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. So it was very disappointing for her and her brain quickly wanted to layer on worry. So she's initially feeling disappointment and now her brain's like, uh, we're going to need to worry a lot about what could potentially go wrong now. Okay. Well, we moved out of present. Okay. So do you see how we started with disappointment? We've layered on worry. Okay. But when I was able to help her come back to accepting and processing the disappointment, she was able to access in her brain the remembrance that she has nothing to worry about because she ultimately is always in charge of who she'll be and how she'll show up, which is the only thing she can control anyway. Right? Yeah. It's so empowering when we don't let useless worry take our brain energy. When we can come back to remembering that regardless of what anybody else around us says or does, we still get to choose who we're going to be. And what's interesting is when I was running models on this particular thing with her, I was able to help her see that when she chooses the thought that, you know, this other person is, doesn't have integrity and that she doesn't respect this person, that is a thought, She's choosing to think those things based on evidence she's collected, but that's still just her thoughts. And ultimately what it's creating in her world, if she spends time in the disappointment and the worry is that she's not respecting herself and showing up in integrity because she's not being who she knows she's capable of being at her highest self. Right. See, so always be aware that your thoughts are creating your outcome. You don't, you know, you choose to, um, have the thoughts that, you know, someone else should be different in some way, it ultimately comes back to you not being your best self. Right. The well, thought is always tied to the result. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So do you want to know how to keep from layering negative emotion? <laughs> Feel it. Feel it all. Just be aware of your thoughts. And this is not an easy thing to do. I know we say that so much, but like I continue to remind you, I have a coach that helps me see my thoughts and I would love to help you see where you're layering emotion and creating more misery in your life. You have to be willing to slow down and take time to normalize and process the primary emotion that's being created by your thoughts. So you have to be curious like when you notice that, like with Caden, okay? So I'm like, ooh, I'm getting frustrated. And I was able to become aware of my frustration. And I was like, it's just because you're thinking that he should 
be different and calm and not four years old right now, <laughs> right? Well, and it's hard when you've seen them be a certain way, you know, for several times or whatever, and you know they're capable, right? And then in the one time, and it's hard to not judge people against that what you've seen them do before. Right. But I mean, even if the he did have a good night's sleep, supposedly. I don't know what quality of sleep he got. I don't know how tired he is. I don't know how hard he ran or what activities he did at school during that day that could have taken his energy. Like I can just remember that he's four and it's the end of the day and everybody's tired, right? But I can be curious. Do you see how my brain went to, I don't know what quality of sleep he got. I don't know how active he was at school today. When I get curious and you know, start looking for the reasons why, even if they're not true, it doesn't matter. Just when you get curious, you're able to move into compassion. It opens you up to understanding that things are not as they appear to be. And who do I want to be? Right. Okay. So that is how you get out of layering negative emotion so that you can stop creating more misery for yourself. Well, and when you get, when you have a circumstance and say you have, you get bad news or you're, you know, something happens, say you, someone hits your car or whatever. I yeah. mean, these are circumstances, you're going to have them throughout every day, right? You right. smash your toe with a brick or, you know, things happen, <laughs> right? When you're a mason. And, and, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or when you used to garden. Uh -huh. But sometimes you, I mean, that's when you have to understand. And, and this happened to me the other day. Brock didn't mean to, but he hit me in the face you know, um, with his head and it shocked him as much as it shocked me. And of course, s secondary emotion, anger comes up, but why? Cause I'm in pain mm -hmm. and I wasn't allowing myself to feel the pain cause we need to push through to get to what was happening in that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think about that and I think I just needed to feel the pain and I'm not good at one to be consoled. I don't mm. like people to be like, are you okay? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it hurt you. Uh, sorry. Like, it's just like, just let me handle it. Like, I'll be fine. I'll deal with it in my way. Right. But if I were to choose to feel the pain and allow him to console me or be like, I'm really sorry, mom. Right. It's just not something I'm used to because that's more uncomfortable than just getting mad because I got hurt. Right. And so it, it's unfortunate to really say this out loud, but like, feel the pain, feel the hurt. Right. You know, death is going to happen. Feel sad. Mm -hmm. Like allow yourself to have those emotions so that like you're saying, then you don't go to the next right. layer, 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 layer. Mm -hmm. It's it's whatever comes first. That's where you sit. That's the emotion you sit with. Mm -hmm. Disappointment. Yeah. Sadness. It's when you layer that, that real um, problems occur. Right. Because it's okay to feel those 50-50, right? You're yeah, going to feel them. Yeah, 50-50 for sure. Yeah. Just accept that it's part of life. It totally normalizes it and helps you get to access these tools that we're offering. If you right. don't slow down, you can't access it and your higher brain and, and really move through it. And if you're struggling with, you know, some depression or other things where you know, yeah, but I'm going to end up wallowing and having self-pity because I want to sit in sadness for so long, set a timer. And feel that pain that you get hit in the head for five minutes or 10 minutes. And then, you know, and then be caught, be under, um, what's the word? Aware. Aware that you're going to change that thought at that point. Give yourself a time limit like we've talked about oh, before. Oh, yeah, for sure. That helps feel a lot that of people. Feel hard feeling and then push yourself to move forward. Right, for sure. Now, let's move into... November being the month of gratitude, right? Mm, the happy thoughts. Coming into Thanksgiving. And we, with positive 
you know, emotions, we do want to layer on positive emotion because it creates stronger, better energy inside us. And then we exude that and it helps other people think thoughts that can create more happiness and goodness in their lives. It's, it's good to layer on positive emotion. Yeah. I have a case in point this morning. Go. In my class, we typically have just music, you know, spiritual, religious music, but today was a birthday. Mm. And so, you know, they're coming in and they're fine. And then I had this thought, put on good day song. So I put it on, which it's still, you know, but it's a song that's like, it's going to be a good day. Yeah. And you could just see the energy shift. Right. So anytime you are having these struggles or like you've talked about, it's hard to not have a dance, not be happy when you're having a dance party. So it's okay. And I don't believe that it's like a manipulation, but to add that happiness, like you're talking about, Mm -hmm. to put those emotions out there, obviously not to do it in an annoying fashion. If somebody's angry or frustrated or, you know, ticked off already to be like, let's be happy and be annoying about it. (laughs) Yeah. Let other people feel their emotions to people. But when you are feeling in that, you know, the cloud over your head moment, it's okay to, do whatever you need to do to create that shift so that you can feel those more positive, happy emotions. Right. For sure. Yeah. So one of our mentors that we love, Jody Moore says that the best way to get to joy, which, you know, we believe is a secondary emotion because while anger is very powerful and strong, it's a secondary emotion, right? Joy is so deep and fulfilling and it imprints on you. Like it's a secondary emotion and you can't really get to joy without maybe a smaller, less intense primary emotion like happiness or fun or, you know, things. Peace. Yeah, things like that. So to get to joy, you just add gratitude. And I love this thought because it's so true. I was able to go into my world and find like when I'm feeling content, which is a positive emotion for me. You know, I really love when I can recognize that, oh, I'm just really feeling content right now. And, you know, like maybe I'm watching both of my kids are playing happily, like Jocelyn's bouncing in her, on her ball in the front room and Caden's playing with his cars and my house got cleaned that day. That always helps me feel content, <laughs> find a little more peace and joy, you know? So when I'm in that situation and then I add gratitude Like, oh my gosh, my kids are both playing so happily and I have this beautiful, comfortable home that takes such good care of all of us. That's when I move into experiencing joy. Right. And it's kind of like a heartwarming, you know, which is perfect for this time of year. It's very cold today, but you just think about that. That's really when it just comes together and it's just that internal warming feeling. Right. So we just want to challenge you when you're you know, finding that you're experiencing a primary positive emotion, add gratitude and see if you can get to joy. Because I think that that would be a really amazing challenge for all of us to take for the month of November, just to really try and get there and create more good, happy, positive energy to put into the world for the month. Love it. Such good stuff. All right. Well, that's what we have for you today, my friends. Layering emotions, negative and positive. And we would love to hear the experience that you're having with this and the ways that you're finding that you're layering emotion because we only hit on a few emotions. There's a lot, you know, of course, 
of other emotions that we didn't touch on today that we would love to hear your experience as far as layering the emotions. So be sure to reach out to us on social media and share your experiences. Um, And if you haven't yet, we would be so grateful and it would even help us move into joy (laughs) if you would leave us a rating and review. Mm. We know that there are hundreds of people listening at this point and not so many ratings and reviews. And we would love to help this podcast grow and get to more people. And that only happens if you do the ratings and reviews for us. So if you'll take a minute, we would really appreciate if you could do that for us. And then with that, we will give you our reminder that this happiness that we speak of, Mm -hmm. right, that will turn to joy, the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Mm Mm-hmm. And so bring it on home with a, would you rather? Okay. So here's a good one for you, especially as we enter into which we feel we've already had and been through for the last 18 months, flu season. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Gag. Coronavirus, whatever. Sickness. So would you rather have all the money in the world or whatever, all the money mm-hmm. that you need or okay. want or... Not get sick ever again. I'm picking that one. Not get not sick, get sick ever, ever again. again. Yeah. I'm picking it too because I do not like feeling yucky. And I don't get sick very often, but when I do, I just don't love it. So I know yeah. there's like opposition in all things, 50-50, but mm-hmm. if I have to pick, you can't pay me enough money in the world to not want to be sick. I know. I know, but it's and funny. Kids. It's funny because I just started watching my brain and I'm like, but I could be sick and pay somebody to take, to do my stuff, but you can't, you just Not really can't. Yeah. Nobody can, nobody can replace you or me. So, you know, or any of us. So stay yeah. healthy this season. Yeah. Wash your hands, everybody. <laughs> Wash your hands. All right, everyone have a wonderful week. You've been listening to The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Find additional episodes of the program on any popular podcast app or search Apple iTunes. You may also subscribe to The Clarity Call to catch every episode. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, we invite you to share it and please leave a rating and review of our program. If you'd like to connect with Alicia and Kimberly on social media, you can find them on Instagram as The Clarity Call or on Facebook under Clarity Call. They can also be reached by email at theclaritycall at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and supporting our program.